Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Success Theory. I'm your host, Angie Flowers, and today I'm here with Jordan Platten, successful social media and digital marketer from UK. How are you doing today, Jordan? Very good. I'm excited to be here today, Andrew. Likewise, likewise. So for my audience, do you want to talk a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so as you've, you've already nicely introduced me, my name is Jordan and I'm a digital marketer over from the UK. Uh, I own a fully fledged digital marketing agency and also one of the fastest growing digital marketing schools over here, which is the Social Media Marketing School, um, which is an online training platform. Um, so I have a, a pretty generic story in the way that I, um, I started off working in a nine to five and uh, I, I was sick of it. I, I really didn't enjoy it. I was working in corporate sales, working very long hours. I needed to get out. I stumbled across social media marketing. I actually managed to scale that agency to six figure profits in less than 90 days. And uh, I then saw an opening for the fact that a lot of people were like, hey, Jordan, how are you, how are you scaling this up so quickly? How are, you, how are you building this up so fast? And so that's when I launched my training business and that's just spiraled from there and I've just scaled up from there and I'm, yeah absolutely loving it just started speaking last month and that's in a nutshell me <laughs> I love it that's awesome so I know a lot of entrepreneurs they have a moment that really defines what their mindset is uh, was there a specific moment in your life when you were just like I know you had mentioned how you know you were working the nine to five grueling hours, but was there a, a specific moment where you're just like, I can't do this anymore? Yeah, I mean, I mean for me, I'd, I'd always wanted to work for myself from a very, very young age. And uh, even to the fact that I started so many different projects in my teenage years. And um, I mean, I had a, a clothing store at one time when I was in, um, in college, that, which didn't work out. I then um, went to university and studied a subject that I didn't really have any interest in. At the time, I thought that that money was the route to my happiness. That money was was what was going to make me happy, and that's that's changed now. But at that time, I studied a subject, architecture, which I thought was going to get me a lot of money as quickly as possible. And when I realised that it took seven years to actually fully qualify, um, I lost love with the subject, and I started to go out a lot. I used to go out like four or five times a week, which which wasn't healthy in hindsight. But I actually ended up befriending people that owned the nightclubs that I was going to. And I started a nightclubs event business. So I was running the um, events for these nightclubs, taking the money off the door. And uh, the nightclubs were taking the money off the bar. And um, that spiraled into me not turning up to my lectures as much. And I actually ended up getting kicked out of university. So that was a pretty low point of my life. And um, at that point, I, 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 I com almost completely lost love of entrepreneurship as well. The business was then failing. It was January, February time when everyone spent all their money on New Year's and Christmas and they didn't want to go out. And um, I was left with about £30,000 worth of debt, no degree, um, no business. And I always thought to myself, okay, Jordan, you need to pull your life together. You need to do something. And so that's when I started looking into, um, corporate sales. I, I looked around me and I thought, well, what does everybody else do? What does, what do normal people do? Normal people with jobs and normal lifestyles and they're happy. Not every, there's tons of people out there who don't own businesses that are happy. So I jumped into corporate sales and that turned into four years and four different jobs, one every year, working my way up through that ladder. And uh, there was one time when I was just sat in the office, I was speaking to a friend who actually quit his job six months prior to me, and he'd started an online business. 
And I called him up and I was moaning and I was like, oh, I hate this job. I hate my colleagues. I, I really want to get out of this. And that day he just snapped at me. And he was like, Jordan, you need to take a grip of your own life and you need to start holding yourself accountable because I don't know how many more times I can take you calling me up, moaning about your job and you not doing anything about it. And it, was, it took for somebody to say that to me and for somebody to snap to me and, and to really kind of put me into shape for me to know that I was the person who was responsible for where I was and only I would be able to change that. So I, I think for me, that was the, definitely the, the pivotal point. So I know you said you had a friend that motivated you to leave your job and, and get into entrepreneurship. What was what was kind of your your reaction of friends and fr- family when you decided to go out on your own and start building a business on your own? Um, so, so my friends and family, like initially they, they told me I was making a mistake. Um, cause I had a pretty good job at the time and, and the sales job was, was pretty well paid. I was one of the top salesmen there. Um, but I just wanted that freedom and my, my parents tried to talk me out of it. My friends said, uh, you're taking a massive risk. Um, but I just persevered and, and, and something that, that somebody told me at the time was you shouldn't ask people around you for your, for their opinion especially if they're in the position that you are in because they're not qualified to give you an opinion and you should only ask the people who are actually in the position that you strive to be in. Um, so that's the thing that pushed me forward at that time. Okay. So let's dive deep into your digital marketing agency. What is it exactly that you do? Because I know there's a lot of different digital marketing uh, specialists, you call them, you know, some people focus on PR, some people focusing on management, some people focusing on lead gen, real estate, all these different niches. What is it that you specialize in? So we specialize in social media management and uh, paid online advertisement. So it's specifically, it's Facebook and Instagram ads. That's the core of the service. So managing Facebook ads and um, obviously Facebook now own Instagram. So it's very easy to create Instagram advertisements as well. Um, so yeah, that's the, the core of our service. So how easy was it to, to learn all of the ins and outs of Facebook advertising and that, that lead generation? Yeah, so that was that was really tough. Um, it was something I massively underestimated when I started because I actually, I, I knew the sales. I had the sales process on lock. I knew I could cold call. I knew I could have meetings and assign clients. I managed to sign my first two clients in two weeks. The problem was when I signed those clients, my first client was a restaurant. I had no clue how to run Facebook ads. And so I had to read uh, marketing books, non-related to Facebook ads, just things about marketing copy and how to write copy. And I watched a ton of YouTube videos. I invested uh, all of my savings into mentorship and online courses. And I just immersed myself tirelessly into Facebook ads. And uh, to be completely honest with you, my first month with my my first couple of clients was a massive learning path. I, I, I spent a lot of their money, probably wasted a bit of ad spend, which didn't matter in the end because we got them ridiculous return on investments in the long term um but definitely on those first first month or so there was a lot of learning to be made a lot of trial and error because the problem with facebook ads and instagram advertisement it's 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 all well and good teaching this stuff in theory and i I teach people all, all, all over the world how to run facebook ads and instagram but you are teaching in theory and it's one of those things that until you actually sign up a client and start implementing this stuff that's when you really learn that's when you really learn from your mistakes and you really learn the ins and outs of of how to make it work okay so what was the moment when you realized like this i can do this full time as a living was there a specific moment when your business got to a successful point 
to be to be honest with you, I was so sick of my job that I said to myself, right, I'm, I'm all I want to do is replace my outgoings. So at the time, I was getting paid um, five thousand pounds a month, which is which is really good, including commission um, with the sales job. So I was having a I had a good quality of life. Um, and at only 23, that, that was pretty good. In, it's definitely in the UK. But I said to myself, look, as long as I can just cover my outgoings, which was about £1,500 a month, so £1,500 a month, then I'll quit my job and I'll just go all in on this. Because at the time, I was so sick of my position, I was just willing to give something my all. So I, all I did was sign my first two clients, and then I, I literally dived in headfirst and went full-time with it. And, and from there, I, I scaled it up to, we had nine clients paying an average of £1,500 a month as of three months after I actually launched the business. Okay. So I know this is a question that you can probably speak to very well. The difference between running a digital marketing agency here in the States and running one in the UK, what's the difference? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs, especially here in the US, run digital marketing agencies, but I'm not too familiar with entrepreneurs in and outside of the country that are doing the same same thing. Have you noticed, you know, if you spoke to anybody in the US doing digital marketing have you noticed any differences or similarities yeah absolutely so so we're about 40 percent of our students with the social media marketing school are from the u.s and there are definitely uh, there, there are mass scale similarities in the way that the strategies work very similar um with regards to facebook ads and instagram ads same for actually signing clients um the thing is though it's actually much more widely adopted in the us right now than it is in the uk so in the uk there's there's pros and cons yes the companies over here the businesses don't know about Facebook advertising as much. It's something which is really starting to come to their attention. Um, so there's a lot more opportunity and a lot more clients to potentially sign up. But at the same time, it's a bit harder to make them realize the power of it. So over in the US, because there's such a, I think there's a, a much stronger um, influence of social media and of, of social media advertisement companies generally already know about it. I think it's it, it, generally speaking, it's, it's a little bit easier to sign up clients, but at the same time, there's more competition. There's more people who are purchasing online courses. There's more people who are trying to grow their own business. And I think in the U S correct me if I'm wrong, there's a lot larger online entrepreneur, um, there's a lot more people within that space. There's a lot more yeah. people who aspire to be online entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Um, so let's get into prospecting a little bit. This is a lot of, uh, I know you mentioned that you did sales and that you did cold calling on the front half of, of building your, your marketing firm. So what would be your advice in terms of prospecting? Because I know it's where a lot of young entrepreneurs and a lot of young uh, marketing agency owners struggle because they're getting so many different viewpoints and suggestions, some some individuals saying do cold calling, some saying to use LinkedIn, some saying to use Facebook ads and, and run, you know, lead generation ads for your agency. What's kind of your take on prospecting? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question because there there's so much fluff in, 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 in the industry and it's, it's very hard for people to know what way to turn. And, um, and the problem is, I mean, it's, it's profitable to come up with new methods of prospecting. And that's why there are so many different methods out there, LinkedIn and Instagram and all these strategies that people are sending online as to how you can sign up clients. I mean, I have a very neutral 
um, neutral outlook when it comes to prospecting in the way that I teach people absolutely all of the methods that, that I use. So we have over five methods that we teach. And I think it's down to the individual to decide their best way um, for them to reach out to clients. Because ultimately, we're all very different people, everybody in the world, no matter whether you're, you, you're, you're I mean, you can have 10 great salesmen, and they could all be better at different ways of selling. Someone could be good at face-to-face. -face, someone could be good at sending great emails. I mean, I had somebody message me the other day. And they said that they're, they're getting like 50% open rate on their cold emails for prospecting. And I never recommend people to cold prospect on email. But he's obviously really talented at sending cold emails. So I like to lay everything on the table and let the person decide what kind of character they are. Um, but generally speaking, my, my biggest advice when it comes to prospecting is that no matter what industry you're in, this is social media marketing or any online industry, sales and prospecting is a numbers game. And the most frustrating thing for me to see is that people give up way too early in this industry and they end up going off trying something else and, and, and failing at that as well. Um, and it's, it's really tough to see. And the thing that made me most successful when I first started is that I had the sales discipline to know that when I was working in a tales, telesales job, if I didn't make X number of calls per day, I was going to get the sack. So regardless of we're talking about cold calls or Instagram DMs or emails or LinkedIn outreach right now, the principle and the discipline that I had was if I didn't hit my targets, I was going to get the sack. So when I started my agency, I made sure that I set a daily target of 20 businesses that I wanted to reach out to per day. And I would make sure that I reached out to those 20 businesses. If I had somebody say no, or if I got rejection, or if I was bummed out, or if I felt bad one day, I would still make sure that I hit those 20 targets a day. Because I envisioned, I, I had a, a vision of a imaginary boss behind me saying, Jordan, if you don't hit those targets, you're going to get the sack. So um, I think it's that discipline that people lack in prospecting. And that's that discipline that people really overlook as, um, as a really essential uh, part of success when you're, you're starting this kind of a business. So where do you see your marketing firm in the next 10 years? Where do you, where do you see social media going? Where do you see the space in general moving in the next uh, decade um so yeah that's that's really interesting so uh, in general i mean i see personally i see my social media agency moving more towards um the e-commerce space we've been working with uh, a lot of e-commerce clients recently uh e-commerce is is very very lucrative for for social media and uh, one thing that really excites me alongside that is the fact that i think on social media ai and ar are going to be a lot more adopted in the next couple of years for example and what i'm talking about here with with ar um augmented reality for example um we have we have snapchat we have instagram and we have filters that we use on a daily basis we see our friends put up filters and we have uh, little emojis that we can we can we can put up Live on on our stories and um, I see the way with Facebook going I mean Facebook already have an AI and an AR section on their website they've got a developer team for it um, I see e-commerce stores being able to adopt that themselves so you buy a bit of furniture you can see that in your house before you purchase it for a Facebook ad or you buy an item of clothing you can hold your camera up and the AR puts it on your body okay um, and that's something the technology is already there and it's something that Facebook already working on I think that's going to become widely adopted within the next five years or so and I think that's something um, which will be very lucrative for digital marketing agencies to jump on and start adopting for businesses when it does Okay. So getting into a little bit 
of that side of things. I know that you had focused uh, very heavily recently on your personal brand. What has that been like and what doors has it opened up for you? Uh, my, my personal brand is, is, is just exceeded everything that I hoped it would do. Um, and anybody who's listening to this right now, I would recommend you starting a personal brand. And one thing that I always say, first of all, about personal brand is because a lot of people say, I don't want to start a personal brand. I don't want to be in public and I don't want people to look at me. Everybody out there in the world who's on the internet right now has a personal brand in some way, shape or form because a personal brand is just a way of influencing people and, and, and branding yourself. And whether you have brothers or sisters or friends or aunties or uncles, you are influencing people already. So all it is, is just making sure you're owning the content that you're putting out there and you're actually actively thinking about the content that you're putting out there. I mean, for me, because I scaled my agency so quickly, I saw so many people out there who just, especially in the UK, who just wanted to know how they could use this business model, wanted to know how they could adapt it to the UK, uh, wanted somebody to reach out to, wanted to get information that other people were holding back for their online training courses. And it was, for me, my, my ambition was always to put out more valuable free content than other people have to pay for. Um, hence why I published the book, The 15 Minute Agency, which teaches more than a lot of online training courses out there. And my personal brand has just opened up so many doors. It's a, it's a long slog. It's, um, it's a hard thing to do. Um, it it's a, takes a lot of commitment, uh, especially YouTube, but it's well worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Yeah, your book, 15-Minute Agency, that was fantastic. Um, so let's get into a little bit of your agency before, before we uh, wrap this up. So with your agency, what have you realized as being one of the best services that businesses need? What, have, what is one of the biggest problems with businesses that you've noticed? And how can digital marketers today really take advantage of that problem? Okay, so the problem that, that I see and, and also the selling point for digital marketing agencies is uh, wasted marketing budgets, wasted existing marketing budgets. Because a lot of businesses out there are spending a lot of money on strategies which they've used for tens and tens of years, which used to work really, really well and don't work so well now, such as, and these things still do work in, in, in some instances, but in a lot they don't. So radio advertisement, billboards, um, these kind of advertisements cost a lot of money. Um, and if you would redistribute those spends onto Facebook or Instagram, you could reach 10 times the audience and they'll be 10 times more targeted and you'll get 10 times more results. Uh, so I think it's making businesses understand that. And also knowing that a lot of people have this mis misunderstanding with social media marketing and, and online advertising and digital marketing in general, that you have to think of something new and innovative for these businesses. You have to think of new strategies, but every single business out there has a marketing strategy already. And I think the most important thing is just to find a way to adapt that existing marketing strategy and take it online. For instance, a restaurant will have deals that they're putting out in magazines on a weekly basis, which work really, really well, two for ones and things like that. It's looking at those existing deals and looking at those existing offers which work really well and just pulling them online and using them on a different platform. And that, that in more often than not, those are the ways that you get the best results. Okay. So what has been the biggest success with your agency? The biggest success with the agency? Um, to be, to be honest, in, in, in an indirect way, the, the biggest success that has come from my agency is the fact that it has bred our training business. Uh, the fact that without the agency and, and scaling that up and, and getting great results for businesses, we wouldn't have been able to launch our training business alongside that, which ultimately is where my passion lies. I, I love getting results for businesses. I love working with clients. But 
talking long term, I have a huge passion for helping other people to start their own businesses. Because even from a very young age for me, 15, 16 years old, I always wanted to be a speaker. I always wanted to be an author. I always wanted to be able to mentor people and help people and help people in the position that I was in at that age to say, hey, I can help you out and give you some guidance on how to launch your own business. So for me, my, my greatest success of my digital marketing agency is the doors it opened into the, the training industry. Okay. What would you tell yourself from seven years ago? What would you tell yourself to, to just get started. I mean, my, and to stop trying to invent the wheel. I, I, if, I, if I didn't have it in my head seven years ago or, or however long ago that I needed to invent the next Uber or the next Airbnb or the next Apple, I always had it in my head that I had to invent the next biggest thing until I realized that you can just take something which already works and make it better. Um, so for me, that's what I tell myself to, to stop looking for the next biggest thing and just to look for something that already works and make it your own. So what would be your advice for those young entrepreneurs getting into digital marketing in the UK? In the UK, um, well, first of all, absorb as much free, con free content as you can. You can head over to my YouTube ch channel, Dawn Platten. Um, there's a ton of free content on there. And really just start get started. And the, the best thing for you to do if you don't know where to start with your prospecting or what, who to reach out to is use your existing network. Speak to your parents, speak to your friends. Everybody somewhere knows a business owner. Once you know one business owner, you're then opening up to tons of other business owners because business owners like to be friends with business owners and, vi and vice versa um so use your existing network it's the uh, yeah it's the best place to start okay so to wrap things up where can my listeners learn more about you where can they get in touch with you so uh if they want to learn more about me and get in touch the best place to reach out to me will be instagram um i'm on instagram youtube and facebook and the name is jordan platten j-o-r-d-a-n-p-l-a-t-t-e-n um if you want to get a free copy of my book you go on 15minuteagency.com and yeah, best place to probably reach out to me is, is Instagram DM. It's where I, I, I'm the most active and I upload videos every week on YouTube. All right, Jordan, it was a pleasure and I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Wicked. Thank you so much for having me here.